Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the What Would You Know podcast. Today is the part two of the psychology of cheating. And I'm going to be talking about emotional cheating today. I briefly touched in last, in the last episode. If you're new here, hello. My name is Lily and welcome. So in today's episode of emotional cheating, I'm going to be kind of discussing what is emotional cheating. I'm going to be answering the question of, you know, is it emotional cheating or is it just a friendship? I'm going to be answering the question of, is liking other people's photos on Instagram considered emotional cheating? I'm going to be giving a scenario and then I'm going to let you guys know if I consider that as emotional cheating or not emotional cheating. I am going to talk about signs your partner might be emotionally cheating on you. I am so fucking proud of myself and grateful for anyone who shared my podcast or, you know, if you've come over from TikTok or seen any videos about my podcast on TikTok in the past weeks, I have like had a lot of not attention, but well, yeah, my podcast has had a lot of attention in the past week. And it's pretty fucking cool. Pretty surreal feeling. I've been in the top five for Australia in the education charts. And I think I was like in the top 10 for self-improvement. Pretty sure I was in the United States top charts. I was in the New Zealand top charts. And I don't know, it's just fucking surreal. I know it's pretty cool and I'm very grateful. So if you are new here or, you know, if you've been here from the start, I love you. Thank you. Welcome. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the series. So. Today, I'm obviously going to be talking about emotional cheating. I briefly touched on it in last week's episode, which if you haven't already listened to the first one, I want you to go back and listen to why people cheat because I think that you just need an understanding of why people do it. Normally, at the start of my episodes, I have just started doing an own your shit segment, but because there's so much information in all of these episodes, I haven't put it in when I've recorded the episode before I edited it. And then I figure out, you know, like it's probably too much because I don't like doing long episodes when I'm doing it by myself. You know, when they're with guests, that's fine, but I'm just trying to keep this as short and sweet as possible. But before we get into today's episode on emotional cheating, I just want to briefly, I feel like cheating is definitely a hot topic right now. I'm talking about it You know, some of my content blew up on TikTok and I was actually surprised by the responses. Like, you know, there was a lot of people, you know, there was, you're still going to get the negative Nelly or someone who is triggered by cheating, which is fair enough. Whatever the situation is of just like, how can you fucking say this? Why are you normalizing cheating? And, you know, whatever everyone else has said on some of my posts, I'm not normalizing cheating. You guys know that I'm not. If you have listened to my previous episode, I just am talking about why it happened so we can create an understanding of it. I feel like it helps people because I know both people who have cheated and have been cheated on listened to that episode and it helped both people, both parties of the relationship on how to have a better understanding of what's going on and it allows people to move forward and work on themselves and they can learn things to take into new relationships or their relationship that they currently have right now. But someone that I follow on Instagram, I fucking love their account. I can't, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this, but it's, I'm not even going to say it because I'm probably going to get in trouble. But there's this account on Instagram and I love them and I saw that they put up a story and I 
don't think it's directed at me at all. I'm not trying to toot my own horn as in like, oh my God, they've seen my, maybe one of my TikTok because I know that cheating is a hot topic right now. But they said, you all noticing how much modern society is normalizing cheating feels like every day I see a podcast clip or a meme talking about cheating and laughing it off. I have Gen Z siblings who tell me it's completely commonplace. Unstable relationships equals unstable society. We all deserve better than this. And this person's right. It's actually an anonymous account. They don't have their identity. It's not one of those gossip pages either, but they don't show their identity. They like hide behind the Instagram account, but I love the account. Anyway, I just want to say I'm not normalizing cheating. I just want to make that clear if like maybe you guys thought that I am from previous episodes or in this cheating series. I'm just literally creating it to allow you to have a better understanding of it so that it can help you with your future, current, or even the relationship that you have with yourself. Because like I said in in the past episode, While I think there can be full-blown narcissists and people who don't want to change and know exactly what they're doing and have no empathy and feel no guilt, no shame, majority of the people who do cheat or have cheated, you know, it was a mistake. They They made a shitty choice. It doesn't mean they're a shitty human. They can learn and grow from it. They carry guilt and they carry shame. And I think it is important to have empathy for people on that. Empathy. Someone did comment on one of my TikToks and was like, why the fuck do you have empathy for cheaters? And I'm like, dude, I'm empathetic towards you because I this has triggered you somehow and I'm sorry I didn't say that but I did say to them you know kind of my job even though I'm not a psychologist yet we're literally trained to be empathetic and to show empathy to everyone and everyone's situation and even if I wasn't like hadn't have studied psychology or might be going into the psychology field I am an empath a hardcore empath I feel all feelings and feel for everyone around me yes I have empathy I'm sorry that I have empathy for all people in all situations okay I'm not though I'm really not so that was just yeah anyway let's get into the episode also guys if you haven't already if you could hit the notification button and follow my show this will notify you when I release new episodes and when you rate my show it helps me out so much and I'd really appreciate it and if you love the podcast and you love listening to me and you love the cheating series so far please give me a rating I love you and when you do good you receive good okay emotional cheating let's go okay I think You know, a lot of people have experienced emotional cheating, whether they might be aware of it or not, or whether you have emotionally cheated. It is a hot topic. I think cheating is a hot topic right now. I'm glad that we're talking about it. I think it is something that we need to talk about. And a lot of people are confused on what emotional cheating is and what it means and what I meant by it when I posted about it on my stories. And you guys have a lot of questions and that's what I'm here for. And again... This is a safe space. There's no judgment. I don't, you know, there's no shame for what you are thinking about doing or what you have done in the past or maybe you are doing in your current relationship. Maybe you have stayed with someone who's emotionally cheated or physically cheated. We don't care about that. We're just here to understand what's going on and the psychology behind it. I also want to voice that while I can say all of this and have an opinion and tell you what emotional cheating is by the book. At the end of the day, if you don't believe in emotional cheating, that is up to you. If you don't care if your partner is emotionally cheating, that's on you. You are your own person. You make your own decisions. You have your own values and your own beliefs. And just because Lily on What Would She Know podcast is trying to educate you on a topic, it doesn't mean that you have to form an opinion off it or believe the same thing that I am or 
something that's been written in a psychology book. Do you know what I mean? It's completely up to you. So I just want you to, you know, you can have your own beliefs and your own opinions about every topic, except for if it's morally incorrect. Okay. Just, yeah. I mean, you could say this is morally incorrect, but I mean, you know, like, I don't really think someone can have an opinion on being fucking homophobic. That's what I kind of mean, what I mean by, by that. By that statement. Okay. Emotional cheating is a type of infidelity where one partner shares emotional intimacy and connection with someone other than their partner. This connection crosses the boundaries of a healthy platonic relationship and assumes a breach of trust within the primary relationship. So emotional cheating is a particular type of secretive, sustained closeness with someone who is not your partner, who you're not in a romantic relationship with, and it crosses your boundaries and what you have defined as what a healthy relationship is between you and your partner or partners. And when I said emotionally cheating is, you know, a particular type of sustained closeness with someone who isn't your primary partner, there's a lot that I need to clarify with that statement. But no, this doesn't mean that your boyfriend is emotionally cheating on you because he went and hung out with an old school friend who is of the opposite sex who you are jealous of and you're insecure and you therefore get that rush of, you know, like, oh my fucking God, I do not like this. This makes me so anxious. I have an anxious attachment style. Or, you know, if you go out and flirt with someone on a once-off while, you know, I don't condone that behavior, wouldn't say that a once-off or every now and then cheeky little flirt is considered as emotional cheating. That's kind of my opinion. You guys might have a completely different opinion on that. And even fantasizing about people that aren't in your relationship, fantasizing about someone else who's you're not in a relationship with is actually completely normal and healthy. Doesn't mean that you're going to go cheat on them physically or emotionally. It's actually completely normal to, you know, fantasize or wonder about different people or things or situations in or outside of your relationship. That's a different different topic. I think that emotional cheating can be considered a micro cheating. Everyone has their own different opinions and values, but different types of emotional cheating could be considered micro or macro. And because it's not essentially an affair, like a physical affair, emotional cheating often breaks relationship boundaries. There can be sexual tension built up. Like people can build sexual tension and energy between each other and they can form an emotional bond that can be detrimental to their primeship. So the questions that you want to ask if you do find that you're in, in this situation now or in the future, is it emotional cheating or is it just a genuine friendship? So the questions to ask yourself would be, am I crossing boundaries in my relationship? Am I being secretive? Is there a chance that this friendship could lead to sexual contact that goes against the rules, respect, and boundaries that have been created and established in my current relationship? Has my partner expressed to me that they don't like me spending time with this person or the way that I'm communicating with them, the attention that I'm giving them, and I'm not respecting their boundaries? Because I think these things, if you're answering yes, these things are emotional cheating. And I think emotional cheating is literally a gateway drug to physical cheating because if you're saying yes to those questions, you know, my, the boundaries are being crossed, I'm being secretive, there's sexual tension, I'm spending a lot of time with this person, I like spending a lot of time with this person, I'm crossing boundaries. What's going to happen if you two end up drunk and a lot of that tension builds and things, you know, happen? Because like I said in my last episode, even though I don't 
you know, using alcohol as an excuse for cheating is not an excuse, but we know that alcohol does things to the brain that makes us make really poor decisions and it can affect our memory and makes us more likely to do things that we wouldn't do sober. So if you were put in that situation, would you physically cheat? Because yeah, like I said, I think that if you're emotionally cheating and doing all of those things, you are setting yourself up to physically cheat on your partner. And also in saying like, is it emotional cheating or is it just a friendship? I think that just because you or your boyfriend or girlfriend has a friendship of the opposite sex or the same sex that you might be a little bit jealous of or you might have your concerns doesn't mean that they're emotional cheating. I think it's completely normal and it's completely healthy to have friendships of the same and opposite sex. And just because I say that are you crossing boundaries? Are you being secretive? Are you communicating things to this other person over your partner? I think that while your partner should be the primary person that you go to for support and advice and communicate the difficult things and the good things, I think it still is really normal and healthy to have people around you who you can also, you know, communicate with or go to or hang out with or spend time with them and form some sort of platonic relationship with because that is also completely normal and healthy. If I didn't have my girlfriends to go to and talk about things that I didn't want to talk about my boyfriend with or maybe me and my boyfriend are going through something and I need to talk to my friends about it, of course I'm going to go to them, but then at the same time it doesn't mean that I'm emotionally cheating on my boyfriend with my friends. So you know what I mean? I think we, like deep down, you're going to know if you're emotionally cheating. It feels wrong. It's secretive. Like going back to all these things that I just listed, the boundaries are being crossed. There's sexual tension. My partners express that they don't like me doing this. Also, not in a controlling way. If your partner is saying that, you know, like, I don't want you hanging out with this person and they're being controlling and they're not allowing you to have friends or relationships outside of your romantic relationship, then that's a red flag. That's a different story. But I'm just saying if, like, you know you're doing the wrong thing and the relationship between you and and this person there is something there and your partner has then communicated, I feel really uncomfortable. Respect that. You kind of know what you're doing. You know what's going on. You need to respect your partner and you need to walk away from that friendship or set a boundary with this person and say, hey, I need to stop spending so much time with you. I need to respect both myself, you and my current relationship. And this, whatever this is, needs to, needs to stop. I also think another big thing I want you to ask yourself if you do find yourself in a position of emotionally cheating or maybe you're a little bit confused or maybe there was a situation in the past that you have not to, you know, like bring any wounds to the surface or trigger anyone, but maybe ask yourself that let's just say you had been in a situation where you were going up and you were catching up with a girl behind your girlfriend's back and there was something emotionally there and you were being secretive and you weren't being honest with your partner and you really liked the attention and this time that you spent with each other and you were being secretive about the messages that you were sending, whatever it is, I want you to ask yourself, would my partner, what would my partner think if she saw the text messages between us or if she knew what was going through my head or if she was listening to our conversations or if she was watching the way that we interacted with each other, how would she feel if she heard or she saw the text messages between my friends of me telling them that this girl that I've been hanging out with outside of my romantic partner, there's like tension and this is going on. Like how would your girlfriend feel if she saw those text messages of you messaging your friends about your little situation behind her back? How would she feel if 
you were purposely staying back at work to spend more time with the girl in the office, how would they feel? Would you be okay with any of that? I know I wouldn't be okay with any of that if that was going on behind my back. Absolutely not. And it's very situational, guys, because like I said, you're allowed to have friends of the opposite sex. And I think a great question to always come back to if you are confused or find yourself in this situation, how would I feel if I knew my partner was acting this way with another person outside of our romantic relationship where our boundaries have been established on what we consider to be cheating and not cheating? This next little topic I think is quite interesting. Is liking other people's photos on Instagram considered emotional cheating? Is it? Is it not? Well, I don't think that it's an easy answer, but let's get into it. So I think this situation is quite tricky. I think you need to draw boundaries first really early on in your relationship on what you consider to be micro cheating or emotional cheating or what you find really disrespectful because it can become a problem or it can happen in your relationship and then you're kind of in this situation of like, well, I mean, I feel like my boyfriend knows that I shouldn't have to communicate it, how disrespectful that is, but then like I didn't communicate it, so how how would he know? Do you know what I mean? But if you have expressed that you don't like it and you find it disrespectful and you have established those boundaries with your boyfriend or girlfriend, then yes, obviously I think it's considered emotional cheating. And when I say liking other people's photos on Instagram, I don't mean like if your boyfriend's going and liking his friend's Instagram pictures. I mean, like if he's going off and liking his ex-girlfriend's fucking photos or half-naked photos of girls on Instagram after you've communicated how disrespectful you find that is, how disrespectful that that is and how it makes you feel and you're not okay with it, and then he's doing it, then yes, that's. I just think that that's fucking poor behavior. It's disgusting. And it's embarrassing. Do you guys ever just, I don't know, I think this conversation, everyone has different opinions and that's completely normal. But it's like, I feel like it's always the guys and girls who you know are just a walking, talking red flag and they've done past shit in relationships, which, you know, not to hold that against them. But it's always those people who then are liking the half-naked photos of fucking girls on Instagram when they're in a relationship. Do you know what I mean? Or they're subscribing to their OnlyFans. Like, just grow up. Like, real fucking mature men and women and people, I just don't think would do that, honestly. And I think another thing, like in saying that, if you really dig deep, I feel like it's always the walking, talking red flags who do this type of behavior. Assess your partner's character. Is this person's character beyond liking the half-naked photos on Instagram? What is your relationship like past liking the half-naked photos on Instagram? I feel like maybe, maybe I'm wrong in what I've said and maybe they do have a really good character and your relationship is amazing. Like honestly, honestly, be honest to yourself then amazing. But you might not even care about about your boyfriend liking half-naked photos on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like I have something to add in a little bit of what I don't think is bad that I'd let my boyfriend do. But I've spoken to my friends about it and they're like, Lily, are you okay? Like, what the fuck? That's not okay. Why? Why would you allow that? So everyone's got different values and opinions and it's okay. But this is just my two cents on this situation. Because again, I feel like I do associate the walking, talking red flags who do this type of disrespectful behavior on social media. I feel like that's why it kind of boils my blood. But I, I just I just think it's disrespectful regardless. And also, 
something that, you know, I think is important. If they're, if your partner's doing this and then you communicate that you don't like them doing this and then they do things like they get defensive and they gaslight you and no, that's, that's as enough in itself. And I would just, you know, would not tolerate that at fucking all. And going back to the questions, let's just say they're doing this. I want you to assess their character, assess what your relationship is like. You could answer the questions. Do they get offensive? Do they gaslight you? What is your emotional connection? Do they have red flags that you keep to missing? Do you have trust? Do you respect each other? Do they care for you in a genuine way? Do they lie to you? Are you happy? Do you feel safe and secure? Is there a history of inappropriate and disrespectful behavior in your current and their past relationships? Is their explore page filled with half-naked women on Instagram or the opposite gender on Instagram? Because the explore page does not lie to us, sis. It does not lie. Ever. If you haven't tried that trick with your partner by looking at their explore pages, I'd say do it, but also don't do it because I feel like that could start a lot of arguments. I remember when this first came out and I was so scared. I was like, oh my God, I was very scared to see Murray's explore page. And it was just basketball photos. And still to this day, like every time I'll see it, it's literally basketball, gym and French bulldogs. And I'm like, good boy, good job. That's what we like to see. I'd be raging if it was half-naked women on. But then again, like in saying that, there could be a deeper issue of your of your boyfriend or girlfriend's explore page on Instagram being uh, half-naked people because we know it doesn't lie to us. But like I said, it could be a deep issue of like, you know, maybe they are dead set addicted to porn and because that is a whole other issue on itself. Like it literally could have nothing to do with the respect of you and your relationship could have everything to do with the fact that they're using porn and photos like that as an outlet because they're addicted to it and they're dead set struggling in some way. But that's another episode. I will do that. But if they tell you that you're controlling and try to gaslight you with this topic when they bring you up, oh, it's just a phone run. That's enough said. A comment like that really reflects someone's character and how they'll treat you for the rest of your life. Like, not kidding at all. It's a red flag when someone makes, you know, a comment of like, oh, you're so controlling. Oh, get over it. You're so dramatic. It's just a photo. Please run. And I think it can be triggering for a lot of people, the whole Instagram and liking photos and dating apps or whatever. I think more specifically Instagram and sliding into DMs and liking stories because maybe your current relationship, that's how you guys found each other and started talking to each other. And then you started dating and now you're in a relationship. Does something about Instagram and liking other people's photos and your boyfriend or girlfriend getting into someone else's DMs, does that kind of trigger you or worry you because that's kind of how your relationship formed? So I think that how you start your relationship can be really important because it may reflect other issues that come up or that you get triggered by. But that's just why communication is important always. Okay. See, I'm going to give two little scenarios quickly of emotional cheating versus not emotional cheating, what I think is emotional cheating versus not emotional cheating. If Murray was flirting with girls every now and then, I don't consider that emotional cheating. Would it piss me off? Would I feel disrespected? Yes. I don't think that's emotional cheating. This is the thing that my friends think that I'm crazy for. That, you know, when I was saying I think if Murray was liking half-naked photos of girls online after I said that I found that disrespectful to both me and my relationship, that I would classify that as emotional cheating. But I've always said to Mars, if like you're with your friends or whatever 
and there's an opportunity for you to go into a strip club or something. I would not give a shit if you went into a strip club with your friends or for like a bucks party or whatever. Even his bucks party, I wouldn't care. I don't know. It's just um, I don't feel threatened by that environment or disrespected like them going into that environment or if he would. But if he got a fucking lap dance or something, I would then find that gross and disrespectful because I feel like people are allowed to look like, you know, you're allowed to look and be interested in other bodies. Doesn't mean that anything will happen or that it means anything by that, but, you know, we're fucking human. We're interested. We want to look, whatever. I know my friends think that I'm crazy for me allowing my boyfriend to go into strip clubs if he ever wanted to. I mean, could I be a girl that ends up getting cheated on because I allowed that? Maybe. You guys could be laughing at me in a few years when I say, guess what? My boyfriend cheated at me at a strip club because I allowed it. I don't think that's going to happen. But I think that it would actually be worse if my current boyfriend, Murray, were to sustain some type of deep emotional connection outside of me for months behind my back rather than going out once on a boy's trip and passing some random chick and making a huge mistake and telling me straight away and, you know, them confessing that, like, it was the biggest mistake of their life. They fucked up. They were intoxicated. They weren't lying about it. The intention behind it was stupid. I feel like that really reflects someone's character over than going out and doing something like emotionally cheating. Because I would rather, if my current boyfriend were to do something, even though I feel like, you know, I'd, I say that I wouldn't tolerate either of these situations. But like I said in the past, episode I truly don't know what any of us would do in these situations until we actually get put in them. I would literally rather my boyfriend go and do something don't fucking do this either Marie. I'm not saying that you're allowed to go and do this but I'm just saying I actually think it's worse for someone to sustain a deep connection with someone for months with intent behind someone's back rather than going out and making like a stupid mistake one time with your friend when you're out and when you're intoxicated. Like I just think that emotional cheating in that sense is so much worse and disrespectful hurtful and damaging over going out and physically cheating once where it was like a mistake regardless I don't advocate for doing either and I wouldn't want either of those things happening in my relationship and I hope to god if either of those things happen I would not stay I would find the respect in myself to leave but everyone has their own opinions each to their own I feel like it, that whole scenario can really reflect someone's character and the respect that they have for the relationship and so on just feel like emotional cheating and creating an emotional connection with someone for months is just such a betrayal. Like, what a f fucking... Bleh. Nah, no, thank you. Okay, just quickly, eight signs your partner may be emotionally cheating on you. So the first one is they may have become really distant. They're working heaps or they're constantly hanging out with this one person or they're going on lots of work trips. Second one, they seem to become more secretive secretive about like how they're feeling and what's going on and maybe they've started giving off secretive energy towards their phone things like that number three they prioritize spending time with people they work with or friends in a way that inhibits your relationship number four they lack emotional availability so people who cheat or emotionally cheat in this way will go to others to get their emotional needs met and withhold feelings from their primary partner being emotionally unavailable is sometimes a sign of emotional cheating. Not in all cases, not in all cases, because I know 
men, no offense, a lot of you are emotionally unavailable and that is okay because I will get into the psychology of that because really it just reflects how your father, was he emotionally available for you growing up? And I guarantee you, if you were not emotionally available, the answer is no, your dad was not emotionally available because it's this passed down generational trauma until someone acknowledges it, is aware of it, and then puts in the work to heal it and themselves. It would be frustrating for them as well. Like, I, I get it. Number five, their mood has started to change around you and their energy. Number six, they start lying about where they have been and who they have been hanging out with. Also, I think another one, number seven, I think this could also go the opposite way. I feel like people who have a lot of guilt about cheating can actually all of a sudden start expressing love and how much they love you and they start love bombing you with gifts and text messages because when people fuck up and, you know, cheat or emotionally cheat, they will then, like I said, love bomb you and try and make themselves feel better about the situation by being on top of you and expressing love to the point where it's annoying and out of character for them. In saying that, if these signs are present with your partner, it doesn't mean that they're cheating on you. It doesn't mean that they're emotionally cheating on you. It could be something else going on with them they could be having a rough month or struggling or whatever but they are some signs i also think if you're in a position to emotionally cheat or you have been i think it's important to remember that a lot of us create ideas and versions of people of other people in our head and the grass isn't always greener and you don't know everything about the person like you think that you do and you don't know how they'll handle things like conflict and if they're controlling and how often, you know, do they change their bed sheets? You don't know all the ins and outs of their lifestyle and their family and their upbringing. Not that that necessarily matters, but, you know, maybe you don't know all about their values. Like we all have baggage. Not everyone's perfect. We all have it. Anyway, that is the end of today's episode. And yeah, just remember that emotional cheating is a type of infidelity where one partner shares emotional intimacy and connection with someone other than their partner, where emotional cheating crosses boundaries of a healthy platonic relationship and assumes a breach of trust within a relationship. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, please share this with someone, send it to your friends or one of your family members. Share it to your stories and tag me at WhatWouldChinoPod. Make sure you are following me on Instagram at WhatWouldChinoPod and on WhatWouldChinoPod. I feel like I'm more active on TikTok. I'm loving TikTok at the moment. It's really bad. I'm spending all my fucking time there. And yeah, I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of the week. I will see you next Friday in the part three, how to avoid cheating in your relationship and yeah i love you give me a rating please and remember nothing changes if nothing changes